shops yes where they are you know advertising come come by here and come by here you know you know what i mean Welcome to Dunson Checks, man. This is the podcast where we uh, rate and review every minute of the 1996 ape film, Dunstan Checks In, and we pair each of those minutes with another feature film. I'm Emily Monkeytown. And I'm Lord Andrew. And you picked the pairing for this one. You, pay, in fact, picked the pairing for this one twice because I vetoed your first choice. Yeah. Uh, what did you pick for I us? I picked... Oh, what minute is this, by the this way? This is minute 58. 58. We're close to that one hour mark, which means we're ever closer to sweet, sweet freedom from this awful film. Yeah. <laughs> we really are. Uh, I picked Osmosis Jones. Yeah. The 1997 classic. <laughs> <laughs> no, 99. Oh, 99. I believe it was. It could have even been 2001. Oh, shit. Because <laughs> I remember uh, I... Th- I when I looked it up to add it to my movie log, uh-huh. I thought, "Oh, this is definitely a '98," and it was it was later than that. Wow! And it was something where I went, "Oh no!" Let me see. Let me get a, let me get a little peeksy. You can mm. talk while uh, I do. Osmosis this. Jones, starring Chris Rock, and it's uh, fucked up. That it's 2001. What, what's his it's name? fucked up that there's a buddy comedy, buddy cop movie starring Chris Rock and David Hyde Pierce of Frasier fame. Well, you, okay. The thing is, I agree with that sentence as long as you add. And it's not live action. But yeah. <laughs> it's fucked up that it's animated. But we will get into Osmosis Jones yeah. when we get there. Uh, and that David Hyde Pierce <laughs> is the heavy. Yeah, that's true. That's, <laughs> that's again the more fucked up part. <laughs> yeah. But we will get to that when we get to that. Yeah, 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 yeah. Dunstan yeah, 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 screeches. Yeah, yeah. Dunstan, we enter on a screech. He pulls his hand back. Yeah. He does not like that uh, uh, cut. Nope. Brian. 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 Bigger. Why did I want to call him Michael? He's a kid. (laughs) You know when you don't watch a minute from a movie for like a week or so? You're just like, who are these characters? Michael sneaks in. Yeah, Michael sneaks in. Uh, there's not even a Michael in this movie, is there? Um, there's Murray. Michael. There's Michael. Richard. No. What the hell is Mr. Grant's first name? Robert. David, Robert, it is Robert. <laughs> I, you're always, you're off because you are always the one who has to correct me. Yeah, because you don't care about Mr. Grant. No, I don't care about character. this movie. <laughs> that's true. <laughs> What's uh, Mr. Dubrow's name? Victor. Victor Dubrow. We got Murray. That's kind of like Michael. What's Mrs. M. Dubrow's name? Michael. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, that's probably uh, correct. I don't know what Mrs. Dubrow's name is. What's uh, Neil's dad's name? Ne- Lionel Spaulding the <laughs> Third. <laughs> you went you went as far as the third. Yeah. I never would have remembered the third. I can never remember Lionel Spaulding's name. No. Uh, and he's probably the least blameless character. No, he's probably blameful. <laughs> um, maybe the chef who didn't want to hand Mr. Green a knife earlier. We can call him Michael. Doesn't he show up later, too? I, wouldn't, I don't want to tell you. I just I willed that into my brain when, you know, we saw him earlier. I think we want him to show up later, yeah. but I don't necessarily think that he does. There's a there's a kitchen fight at the end of this movie. Yeah. But it kind of sucks. Anyway, let's <laughs> just get into this minute. Yeah, let's get in this Dunstan minute. Dunstan screeches, pulls back his hand. He doesn't let's like it. Let's make like Dunstan and check into this minute. There it is. Uh, welcome to Dunstan Checks. <laughs> no, uh, he doesn't like that Brian is, you know, trying to fix him up. He's got glass in his hand from the escape. Glass, as we, as we learned. From Buck Lafarge. Yeah. yeah glass. Glass. <laughs> Some Chicago glass. Yeah. Um... So uh, Brian says to Kyle, you're going to have to hold him. Yeah. And uh, Kyle's like, oh, he's scared. 
right? Yeah. So then Brian gives a little suggestion. He says, do what dad does. Sing to him. Hey, you know who really shines in this minute? Who? Brian. <laughs> I mean, yeah. He's been a real fucking creepo grossy in the past. Mm-hmm. But, uh, you know, he really lets that Chicago accent sing in this in this well, minute, and, and, the, I, and I enjoy it. As you had pointed out in the last minute, this is suddenly brian has become like a responsible adult yeah he has like grounded himself he's he's basically not he's not going out and trying to have a scheme he sees he sees this orangutan and he says i must heal it like he's yeah gone he's gone right into adult mode he's counted to five he's gonna put the spaghetti back in the woman's back excuse me that's a real deep cut lost left all all our Uh, lost heads out there enjoyed that one uh that one was just for you lost heads out there and hey here's something else for you Geronimo Jackson. Did we, um, did we, (laughs) in an earlier minute, did we hear Jason Alexander sing to, to one of the children? I don't think I would assume Kyle. I don't think so. I thought we did because we did have a minute paired with Bye Bye Birdie. I don't think so. But that didn't have anything to do with it. We heard Jason Alexander sing in Bye Bye Birdie for sure. Huh. I'm trying to remember if we actually had seen him do that. Jason Alexander must restrain himself because it is impossible to believe that this character, Robert Grant, is talented. Yeah. And Jason Alexander is a musical theater actor. Yeah. So he can't. He's a Broadway star. He can't let his actual real life talent uh, cloud the character. That's true. So then um, Kyle takes a beat. What is this, a Final Fantasy podcast? Because I said cloud the character. Uh, uh, <laughs> <laughs> Kyle takes a beat. Yeah. And then he then he's like, all right, I got this. Yeah. And he sings happy birthday. Yeah. Which uh, is, you know, I guess a song that everyone knows. Yeah. Right. I, but it seems odd to me. I think it's kind of I'm going to take a rare step and defend this movie wow (laughs) and that i think it it is it is a kind of charmingly unconventional choice i think just because it is a song he knows well i think the thing is it's only unconventional until they get to what i think is meant to be a punchline and you look like a monkey you smell like one too well he says act like one too well he does act like one but the the, smell like one is the line that i'm more familiar with yeah yeah. (laughs) and i wonder if they thought that was too mean somehow too mean to dunston too mean to dunston well we have wondered about dunston's smell previously maybe maybe there was a draft of this script where smell was the number one thing that everyone talked about (laughs) and there was some executive was like i hate this (laughs) yeah take out take out all the references to smell yeah well you know dunston's wearing those shorts Mm. and it's been like a day well, I would also you get what think, I'm saying. I think you understand in what I'm vents. saying. <laughs> I think it's in the vents. Yeah, but do you think he took his shorts off to poop? He's an ape. He might. He's probably he's trained, you know. Okay, so he took his shorts off, pooped, and then put his shorts back on. I find that unlikely. <laughs> well, he definitely didn't wipe. I'm not, I'm not saying <laughs> he did everything like a man. He just he did it like an ape. I don't know. Uh, I don't know. So uh, Brian is having trouble getting the glass. Place. out of the hand yeah uh so then this is where uh uh you know kyle has to has to jump in again mm-hmm. um he says i know it hurts but it's for your own good mm-hmm. it's like a shot or broccoli it's better if you don't look at it and now i, I like take to it. talk about us oh shots. you cut me off before i could make a point about the minute <laughs> <laughs> uh would you like to make your point before we 
the way it looks is is like one of the most appealing things about broccoli. I like I get that people aren't into the taste, but like mm. yeah, it looks like a little tree. Who doesn't love that? It's you, fun. D- are you one of those proponents who says you know you're like a dinosaur eating trees? Yeah. Ugh. I also I, like broccoli. I think it's one of the better tasting vegetables. I don't. It, I don't. I'm a real Brock fan. I think I could get. I could. I could get with the taste. Mm-hmm. There's a texture issue for me. Oh, I love the texture. That's it's the best too, part. It's a cr- there's two there's a crunch and yeah. a weird the weird little bits. Oh, that in in concert it's the best. Mm-mm. Love it. So Osmosis Jones. Okay. I'll make you some broccoli sometime. You, you'll like it. Thank you. Do you have Do you have any idea why? Absolutely Jones? not. Um I I think my my reasoning is as follows. Mm-hmm. Uh Kyle's understanding of how medicine and healing works mm-hmm. is about, I think, at the level of what Osmosis Jones, the film, is working at. <laughs> <laughs> Where it's, you know, a shot sends in some kind of a, a, a secret agent who's going to defeat the virus that lives in you. Uh, <clears throat> all right. I don't agree with any of that. <laughs> I, 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 uh, I, I don't, I don't know where you're. Literally, Kyle just says a shot is good for you. That's all he says. Well, I don't know how you're getting that. And from. broccoli, I don't know. He's he's trying to act like broccoli's like gonna. He's just saying things that are good for you but unappealing. I guess. I think you're slandering <laughs> Kyle right now. <laughs> I don't care. <laughs> I'll slander him all day. Oh wow. Uh, so it was Moses Jones. Yeah. The uh, 2001 film. You, Chris Rock. Yeah. David Drix. Hyde Pierce. <laughs> David Hyde Pierce. Yeah. Bill Murray. Bill Murray. William and, Shatner. Yeah. Ron Howard. Ron Howard. Uh, Bill Murray is in Lawrence the- Lawrence Fishburne. Bill Murray's in the live action Chris segments. Chris Elliott. With Chris Elliott. Yes. Their reunion after, since, since Groundhog Day. They hadn't been in a film together since oh, Groundhog, Groundhog Day. Oh, Groundhog Day. Yeah. You know what happened in my brain? What did you think I said? Here's what happened. You said Groundhog. Yeah. My brain went straight to the Groundhog and Caddyshack and just shut down and <laughs> made me forget that Groundhog Day, one of my favorite movies, existed. Um, and I was like, Chris Elliott's not in Groundhog Day because I was thinking of Caddyshack. Pretty sure Caddyshack's a gopher. What? <laughs> How dare you? That's not a Groundhog. That's a Groundhog. That's not a Groundhog. What's the difference between a Groundhog and a gopher? Well, Let me ask I you believe this. Groundhogs are... First of all, cuter. Wow, shots fired at gophers. <laughs> uh, and I don't think they're menaces. So, yeah, gophers <laughs> are bad. I believe gra- I believe a groundhog outside of Punxsutawney, Pennsylvania, could be a menace. Mm-hmm. At Sonic, he was a real menace to Dr. Eggman. He's also a groundhog. He's not a... What? They're all groundhogs. Everything's a groundhog? Everything's a groundhog. <laughs> you think your dog's a groundhog? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> you know what? He can be a bit of a menace sometimes. <laughs> this is true. <laughs> is Dennis a groundhog? Yes. Because he's a menace. Famously. I'm talking about the UK Dennis the Menace. Yes, yes. <laughs> um, hanging out with Basher. What? Hanging Are you trying out, to remember from... Hanging out with his friend Basher. <laughs> Excuse me? Basher? I, I want to say Basher was also a Character British on the comic. UK. Yeah. Oh, okay. Or a character in the British Dennis the Menace. That's possible. I would love if We've there was gotten a, so far off. Topic. Yeah. And I'm going to keep walking down that path. <laughs> I would love if there was a film, a live action film version of the UK Dennis the Menace. I would. You know? Why? Why? I, do you, do you well, hold our Dennis in such high esteem? Well, you famously still harbor a grudge towards the 95 Dennis the Menace movie. 
I, I know what you're saying, but I also don't remember ever telling you this. So what, are, what <laughs> but is, but I, am I right? What did I tell am you? Am I right? You're not wrong. I, every time, well, yeah. you, it's not that you told me, it's that every time I bring it up, because I have a soft spot for that movie, yeah. every time I bring it up, you become angry at me for reasons that I don't understand. <laughs> I don't like the we've film. Had, we've had this conversation so many times, and you seem to harbor an anger for it that I don't understand. It's they, like when you bring up the Leave it to Beaver movie. <laughs> That's I also just hate that. Yeah, I hate every part <laughs> yeah, of that. Yeah, yeah. But I can I confess something to you right now. Huh. I was thinking of the Leave It to Beaver movie, <sighs> which is great. He crawls, he crawls up in the giant coffee cup. Great. I don't oh, that God. trailer where they remake the commercial on Disney Channel where they remix him going. Grr. That's great. I just and he pushes a computer out a window. Yeah, that's great. I hate. Well, that. Did Macaulay Culkin play Dennis? No. Walter Matthau was Mr. Wilson though. Yes. Okay. Um. Who, I believe the kid who played Dennis did not go on to be be an actor his whole life. Okay. Uh, but yeah, Christopher Lloyd's in that. And who doesn't love Christopher Lloyd? Well, he's he's doing a weird performance in that, if you don't recall. Who does he play in the Dennis the Menace movie? He plays um, the murderer. <laughs> I don't remember what his exact name or title is. Famous character, the murderer. No, I... Uh, you know who plays Dennis? It's our old friend Mason Gamble. Don't come on! Don't try and say a name like I know. Mason Gamble went viral about two years ago because he was in Dennis the Menace. He was in Rushmore. He was still a little child in Rushmore. Oh. He was like the little kid that that gets into a feud with with Max with Jason Schwartzman's yeah, character. Yeah, 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 Max. Uh, he was in Gattaca. Like he was in a bunch of movies as a kid, and he went viral a couple of years ago because everyone found out that he's now a hot adult. W- wait, was he also the voice of Arnold or something? Oh no, because I remember there was that was a thing with the guy who voiced Arnold. They found what he looks like now. You know what else he was original in? Arnold? Hey, Arnold. You, you know what else Mason Gamble was in? Huh. Groundhog Day. Oh my god! <laughs> what? It's all connected. It's all con- hashtag it's all connected. <laughs> I watch Marvel do a do a connection like this. Yeah. <laughs> Seamless, effortless. Yeah. This is why people listen to Dunstan checks. Oh wait, no, maybe I was wrong. I was reading his bio, which says he was cast in Groundhog Day, but now that I'm looking at his actual credits, I don't think he made it to the final film. Oh, no. Was he someone's kid and that scene got cut? Maybe. I don't know. Yeah. Um, Osmosis Jones. Or maybe he's just uncredited in Groundhog Day. <clears throat> I, I don't know. I, uh, I know I saw it, you know, when it came out. I, I'll tell you, I was a big fan of this movie when it mm. came out. Well, you told me something off, Mike. What did I say off, Mike? You said you really dislike the live action segments. Oh, I told you that a while ago. Yeah. Yeah. I'm yeah. not a fan of the live action segments still. <laughs> Can I tell you, watching this movie real, really reaffirmed my two main thoughts about Osmo- Osmosis Jones, yeah. which is that I hate the live action segments. Yeah. I love the animated segments. Yeah. Yeah. I fully agree. <laughs> there, I really wondered um, if if there was something where... The the way that there's there's a, a plot line that happens in the live action segments uh-huh. where um, there's like a big embarrassment or there's something that Bill Murray had done to or Shane's that, teacher. Well, yeah, he, he had he had done uh, to the like to embarrass the daughter. Yes. And then when it is revealed in the film, uh-huh. it is that he had eaten some kids oyster science project. Yes. Which was not done correctly. So the oyster was very bad. Yeah. Uh, and then he proceeded to vomit on the teacher. Yeah. Uh, and I wondered if that was, at some point in the production, if that was something different. What do you mean? 
if it wasn't a vomit on the teacher scene. Why do you say that? I don't. Something about it felt so like they didn't know what that scene was until it happened. And then once it happened, they were like, oh, right. And then later, is it's going to pop on her? Like they once they hit that, they were like, oh, right. He's going to vomit. Oh, every it's just going to be like he's doing only gross things to her. I don't know. I have no idea what point you're making. I don't know why. What What I'm do you s- mean? I'm saying that I th- I thought to me the the film didn't read as if that that vomit scene was in the original script. You know, it was like. Oh, I disagree. It, I, I I don't like it, but mm. I I think it very much feels like part of the live action scenes. Every single moment of mm. Bill Murray's in the movie, he does something disgusting. So like, of course, it's going to be something disgusting. I get the vomit to me felt felt so over the top. Well, you know who directed this movie? Well, I didn't realize that until I get hit the end credits. These are the same people who, like, two movies ago, had Bill Murray drinking a whole, or no, Woody Harrelson drinking a whole thing of cum. Was that part of that, too? I, you know, I've never seen that movie. Oh, Kingpin sucks. It's so Oh, bad. I've never seen, I thought you were talking about, it's the Fairley Brothers. Yeah. I thought you were talking about, there's something about Mary. Because I know there's a cum joke in that, well, too. Well, that's cum in the cum hair. Cum in the hair. Cum in the, honestly, here's what I'm going to say. Cum in the hair is fine compared oh, to the rest. That's, it's funny that that's like one of their most famous gross jokes. Uh, because, frankly, it's one of the it's of their gross jokes. It's one of the least gross ones, I would you, say. I, a little bit of cum in the hair, that's no big deal. I had no idea when you said, what, Woody Harrelson? Yeah, I believe it is Woody Harrelson and Kingpin who drinks like an entire jar of like cow cum. See, when you said two movies ago. Because he thought it was milk somehow. They had someone drink cum. I thought that was there something about Mary because I knew yeah, there was no. a cum joke in that. No, that's cum in the hair. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The I didn't even know that about Kingpin. Kingpin? I don't even want to watch Kingpin. Oh, Kingpin's terrible. Okay. I thought it was one of the ones that people like. It's fucked up. But yeah, people like Dumb oh, and Dumber okay. too and that movie also sucks. Yeah. People are like there's something about Mary. <laughs> yeah. Um I it's it's it is kind of wild to me that I love the animated sequences of Osmosis Jones so much considering mm. how much I truly despise the Fairley brothers as as directors. Yeah, I, I think if you look into it, you know, they didn't have as much to do with the animated <laughs> segments. Which is I mean, I get I don't know, interesting considering that as as much as I may malign this film for how much I hate the live action segments, the bulk of the movie is the animated seg- sequences. Yes. I because I also wondered at some point to to build off of my the vomit scene wasn't in the original script. Mm-hmm. I wondered if there was. But to me, that's just like yeah, that's what the Fairley Brothers do. Like, of course, that was in the script because like yeah, shitty, I, gross stuff is their bread and butter. I wondered if there wasn't at some point this was never meant to have live action segments, and that mm-hmm. and that there was this animation that they were doing. And they realized, oh, this is too expensive, but it's cheaper if we pad it out with an- some live, live action. action. See, but I don't know, because then, like, the, the li- I feel like the live action sequence, uh, as much as I don't like them, I feel like they are fairly well integrated into the anime. Like, the, like everything that happens, like, in the live action segments ha- has a cause in the anime segments. Like, there's mm. the big set piece that is in the Zit Club, which yeah. is what causes the Zit to pop. Uh, the Oyster Incidents, there's a whole backstory with Chris Rock's character causing him to vomit. Mm. Like, it's all there. Yeah, I just I I feel like the pieces don't fit together as well as I thought they did when I was a child. <laughs> I, I think they fit together fine. I just mm. think the live action parts are unappealing. <laughs> yeah, this is very true. <laughs> uh, also, this movie, this movie, and Undercover Brother are are the two movies that are responsible for me absolutely refusing to eat mayonnaise my entire life until like two years ago because of because of the first scene with with the egg. Oh, yeah, that was really bad. Yeah, there's a scene where Bill Murray, uh, he squirts like an entire little packet of mayonnaise onto a hard-boiled egg, mm. drops it on the ground, wrestles it from a chimpanzee, uh, yeah. and then still eats it. 
um, yeah, it's real fucking gross. That's and that is the inciting incident that brings the uh, yeah. the virus into him. Played by Lawrence Fishburne. Uh, Let me ask you a question. Oh sure. There's definitely erotic artwork of the virus in this movie. Yeah. You know, I didn't even think. Come on, <laughs> I didn't even think that there would. You know, now that you said, of course there is. Yeah. But I didn't even think of any of these things having erotic art. But of course there is. Yeah. Dear God. I already, and people have definitely, this is confirmed, I've definitely seen people who are... Um, I thought you were going to say you've seen people masturbate a, to this movie. Erotically excited for Osmosis Jones. Oh. The character. Okay. The Chris Rock character. Did some the digging Chris Rock online. role. Uh, no, I just mentioned that I was watching this to s- some friends, and mm. then one of them brought up an apparently famous quote about trying to have sex with Osmosis Jones. That's interesting. <laughs> Um, I mean, he he does it, 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 in the film. He's soft, you know. <laughs> he's squishy. <laughs> what? Is it? I don't know why this. I was not expecting you to say that. I just for people who don't know, in the film, he plays what a, a red blood cell, a white, white blood, blood cell? cell, because they fight infections. And there's several points where I mean, he does. His name is Osmosis, so they have him do Osmosis, yeah. where he just turns liquid to go through a crack in the wall or something. Yeah, it's fun. Uh, but then he also in a in the climactic fight scene mm-hmm. he does split in half to dodge uh, a hit. It's true. Uh, and he just he he can move his head. You yeah. Know? He can like squish it. Yeah, he can squish it. He can He's squish it. He can That's squish his eye. I know. I get it. I, I can, just. I, I think there's something. There's there's details that people don't have to make up. They can. They're built into the film <laughs> yeah, where they can yeah. think think about things. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah. I think there are a lot of other animated films where they don't give you that kind of detail. I think he's also Text, just a textile sure. detail. I think he's also just a very charming character. <laughs> sure. Uh, I mean, as much as he is by you know by the axiom all cops are bastards, he is a bastard. Yeah. But he's you know he's he's in the fantasy in the rich fiction of the film. Mm-hmm. I would would say he's a very charming appealing man i i would also say to to build on the the cop allegory that mm-hmm. this that this movie has i mean i wouldn't call it an allegory they ex- explicitly uh, refer to themselves as cops yeah <laughs> the the idea that if osmosis is like you know the beat cop or whatever you want to call mm-hmm. him or uh the the top cop of his precinct well he's famously not he's the fuck up of his precinct. yeah um he they bring in Drix. Yeah, and like, that's like the FBI. That's like the FBI. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> now that's you know, if you want to call uh, uh, Dave, David, oh my God, David Hyde Pierce, sure, uh, the heavy yeah. of this. Well, it's only in the sense that he's the FBI. Yeah, but it's also not he's that a, he, well, he, he is also a big muscle man. Yeah, they do that as like a he Goof. would be bigger. I don't yeah. know. Yeah. And that he has like bomb pill bombs that he can shoot out. Yeah, he's got a gun arm. Yeah, he freezes a little. Little little dude. Guy. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> that poor little guy. It's cool. This movie's cool. This movie is like, cool. Like the animation parts are great. And I think here's the other thing. For as much as the live action segments are gross in a way that is definitely unappealing, uh-huh. the parts that are in the body that have to do with like pooping, peeing, farting, that kind of stuff are gross in a fun way. In a fun yes. <laughs> yeah. Like the jokes work, they're funny, like it's charming. Mm. Uh, I I think like I don't know. You described it as, as having a poor grasp on how like medicine and bodies work, but I, mm. I, I think they are just effectively using creative license to tell fun, funny jokes. I guess. <laughs> they also, I mean, the the movie does that weird. Like the, there's the thing where the the oh. flu virus is like a it's like a, a you know is like a what's the word informant. 
because he's a virus oh, that is helping yes. them. Like, yeah, that's yeah. fun. Come the, on. The vaccine. Yeah. 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 The, the, vaccine. the flu shot. And he's like, I'm only going to. Uh, I'm only going to rat on flu. I don't do that for other stuff. <laughs> <laughs> that's that's great. pretty funny. Yeah. Well, I mean, then when you get to the weird. Um, what is up with that Godfather character that the, the fever virus has to kill? Oh, yeah. The like head of control. the existing viruses inside <laughs> Frank's body. Yeah, that was odd. I mean, it makes sense that Frank's got a few viruses in his <laughs> just, body. Just hanging out. <laughs> yeah. Just sometimes they go. Those are his chronic illnesses. Yeah. I guess. It's just so odd. Yeah. Um, but yeah, Bill, have, have you ever read what it, what got Bill Murray into this? Why, why did he do this? Well, he's, he's, he loves the Fairly Brothers for some reason. He was in Kingpin. He was in a couple of their, he was in a bunch of their movies. Well, I didn't think, I thought that was around the time that he like, quote unquote, like stopped acting, you know? I don't know. People say that. It uh-huh. never happened. <laughs> the, yeah. uh, the, Jonathan Frakes, uh, 47 seconds. Nope. We made it up. Yeah, I mean, pretty, probably. <laughs> I, I had heard from someone recently mm-hmm. that Bill Murray was on um oh what's her name uh the the comedian she has that pod she has a podcast and it was like I didn't even know she had a podcast and for some reason they got Bill Murray to be on the show I don't I need more information I know, about I can't, that I'm sorry uh Amy Schumer Oh Amy Schumer she has a podcast and for somehow they got Bill Murray to be on Yeah and they talked to him about it and he fully was like yeah I I stopped I was going to stop acting and he was like, I was going to work at, a, it was some fast food place for some reason. And <laughs> that I was, sounds like something I, Bill Murray would say. Yeah. I don't know if that seems like something Bill Murray would actually well, do, but that seems like something he would say. The other thing is, I also was thinking, was this some kind of, this? it kind of felt like an Amy Schumer prank, you know? <laughs> like, here's a fake Bill Murray yeah. or something. Yeah. I don't know. I just, you hear a lot of things. I, I, I don't have any more information for you. I'm no, sorry. Uh, I didn't expect you to. The, but the, <laughs> the idea that I, this movie just didn't feel like, you know, like at that time what something Bill Murray would be doing to me. To me, this is exactly, I mean, because this was, I mean, this was like, I mean, he, he had, again, like he mm. had done Kingpin. There's another Fairly Brothers movie he did Kingpin, that I so that that's I really, forgot. That's my blank spot. Um, but like this was also the era like the, it wasn't too long before. I mean, maybe it was like. I don't know. When did Larger Than Life come out? That movie about him and the elephant. Oh, maybe that was 2002 or 2003. Because I wasn't it 2004? Yeah, like he was when, doing like uh, weird little family comedies. When did... When did um, I mean, he also did Rushmore around this time, did, too. Is that yeah, I was going to say, the Rushmore era really... Yeah. It, it brought in like the prestige Bill Murray. Yeah, Rushmore was really where prestige Bill Murray began. <laughs> you know what I'm talking yeah, about. Yeah, no, I, I agree with you. I, I wasn't fucking with you. I wasn't being sarcastic there. <laughs> that was me agreeing. <laughs> Thank you. Um, yeah, the anime segments were really good. Did you ever watch the cartoon? Rushmore was 98. Uh, no. Did the cartoon have live action segments as well or no? No, I think it did that dumb cartoon thing where there were live action parts, but they were also animated. Okay. So like when you see Hector Cruz, which is the body they were in then, because I did look up the cartoon, uh-huh. uh, he was just also a cartoon? Yeah. Okay. I do well, not believe fine. they were live action. Uh, well, it just makes an odd... It's... I don't know. The movie set up that separation, and then the the series wouldn't keep that going. Oh well. Because <laughs> uh, I remember watching the cartoon. I thought that was a lot of fun too. How do they cope with the idea that they are no longer in Frank's body? Fuck if I know. I really <laughs> don't. That really didn't matter to me at all. It's a mosquito. And how did they get into Hector's body? Because I I understand that they came out of Frank because of a mosquito. Uh huh. Oh. Does a mosquito just... You read about that? Yeah. Okay. Mosquitoes don't just go around shooting blood back into other people. Maybe they. Maybe the mosquito landed on a you know transfer bag, you know? Or maybe while... 
Or maybe while the mosquito was sucking some blood out of Hector, they just managed to swim against the stream and, and get in. Maybe. I don't know. It's very possible. Hard to look up because I was trying to look up the I was trying to look up Osmosis Jones the cartoon, but it's called Ozzy and Drix. Yes, it is. <laughs> that is true. <laughs> and I also, how do they deal with Drix? Is he's supposed to be temporary? Yeah, he's not. You know, he's not a forever guy. He's not a lifer. Now he is. I thought maybe the the cartoon had an implication that inside of all of us there is an Osmosis Jones. You know? Oh. Oh, so you didn't remember this detail about the mosquito? No, <laughs> no. And just Drix is a pill, so they could. Someone else Another, takes a Drix. Someone else takes a Drix. Runs into yeah, an yeah, They're the yeah. same personalities. Why yeah, not? Yeah, yeah, yeah. They're going to change the voices anyway. Yeah, you sure. Get sound alikes. Uh, yeah, that's all I got to say about it. All right. I, I think it's. I think mostly it's a good movie. If you could just lose those live yeah. action segments. I yeah. I was honestly shocked when the credits came up and it said directed by Peter and 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 Bobby Farrelly. Oh, I knew this. I knew this going in. I had completely forgotten. <laughs> so it was really it was it was a moment where I went, "Oh my god." And then I went, "Oh, of course." Oh, like, can I say three more things about sure. the movie? I have two beef two more beefs with the live action segments mm-hmm. and one more one good thing to say about the animation segments. Okay. Beef number one. In addition to being gross, it's just like, I don't know, kind of the live action segments just feel like more poorly written than the animated segments. Like, I always think of that movie that is just so, I don't know, unrealistic, like not in any way like any real human would ever talk or interact, where he has had a cramp in his leg and he just kept shouting, leg, leg. And she's like rubbing his leg, but I'm like, where, where does it hurt? And he's like, leg. And he points to the chicken because he wants a chicken yeah. leg. Mm-hmm. That's that's such a bad joke. Well, now do you see what I mean? It feels like they're so separate. Like it didn't. It feels, I mean, it just feels worse. <laughs> yeah. Um, other thing I want to say about the live action segment, as bad as it is, and as, as much as I, I don't like it and, and struggle to invest in those characters, it is too sad in like the finale when it seems like Frank is going to die. Yeah. Cause you see like, like she, I think the, the kid who plays Shane, I think she's really good. Mm. And like when you see her, like the fear in her eyes as she thinks her father's going to die after her mother already died. Yeah. It's like way too fucking sad. Like it really takes you out of the moment. Yeah. It doesn't heighten the action. It just makes you bummed out. Mm-hmm. Um, those are my two beefs. Yeah. My one good thing. You mentioned another movie. I can't remember if it was on air or not with a similar premise. Oh yeah. I'm going to make a wild, stance oh. and say that osmosis jones does a better job of inside out uh, at creatively imagining and personifying the inner workings of the human body sure <laughs> i people love inside out and mm. i i i was i do not understand why i saw it and i was like oh that was fine that was a okay movie at best i like it a lot the the, <laughs> the other i i believe i did mention that off air as um when we were watching the minute just before recording, mm-hmm. I, I realized, oh, why did I not pick Inside Out as the movie? Uh-huh. It, it would have made as much sense to me yeah. as uh, Osmosis Jones. Sure. Uh, but Inside Out deals more with like thoughts and feelings than with yeah. like, blood and guts. Yeah. Uh, that's all I have to say on that. So. <laughs> Okay. I was going to say, you're not one of those who's like, uh, what was that show called? People, when Inside Out came out, there was like a certain demographic, age demographic of people that were like, Oh, that's just like that show I loved, Ned's Head or whatever. Meet Dave? No, it was there was some show 
that only ran for like a season and a half. Ned's Declassified Guide. To no, it, it had it had a rhyme scheme to its title where it was like Ned's Head or I something. I have no idea what you're talking about. And it was the idea was that the main character we saw his life and then we went inside his head and he had like four kind of emotions in the style of Inside Out. Who were just people. I think I vaguely remember like this discourse, so to speak, when yeah. Inside Out came out. And I think I think uh I, I think thought you were maybe a Ned's header. I, I think <laughs> I think uh like you, I am just also too old to have seen yeah, that it, show. It was definitely and it's not even that it was super old. It was just when we were children. Herm- oh and wait, not- Herman's head? Herman's head. See, oh, so we're both too young. I would say then, because I'm looking at it now, and that came out in '94 or yeah. ni- 1991 to 1994. Yeah, it's something that we just wouldn't have ever known, and it never—it's not available anywhere. So, it was just a certain age group that grew up with that, and then all of a sudden they see Inside Out and they think, "Oh, Herman's head." It's ripping it off. William Ragsdale. That now that's a, that's someone who would never who would have to change their name if they wanted to be an actor today. You think? William Ragsdale's not getting famous as a sitcom star today. Maybe as like some character actor, but not a sitcom star. Maybe he was a character actor, and that's how he got into sitcom star. Maybe. I feel like that should be the the that should be the path. You know. I don't care about this conversation. (laughs) 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 I'm sorry. I see. It would have been kinder to play that music that we we had from that tweet. That, uh, yeah. That, what's the, his name? The writing bit where when one of us is not interested in the conversation, we play the Anthony Hopkins tweet where he's a uh, sort of dancing like a maniac. Yeah, I think it's and it's to music either he made or like his son made. Yeah, it's some, there's a personal connection for sure. I'm sorry I did that to you, Andrew. That was very rude <laughs> I of me. You like character actors? <laughs> I do. Yeah, I want to see them as character actors. Well, that's the thing. I think. The character. Okay, so imagine if acting is like Pokemon. Okay. So the evolution of a character okay, actor. This I'm into. Okay, there we go. <laughs> the evolution of a character actor should be if they're a character actor, right? They go until either they get, uh, like into one or f- a few movies uh-huh. where they are the star because that's that's their weird niche. Sure, it's like some weird indie movie. Yes. Uh, or they get a sitcom where it's like. It's kind of like their famous like character actor Frank, persona. Am I right? They yeah. become they are the lead. Yeah. Doing their famous bit. What now what what <laughs> Well character actors are known for like something where they're sure. either grumbly think, uh, or they're they're mopey or I'll they tell have you this. a face. I, I think the comparison to Pokemon is accurate mm-hmm. in that uh like Pokemon, I, I kinda wish they would just stay in that first role forever. Because they're <laughs> once they evolve they're they're never more appealing they're only ever less appealing you know who you know name wh- one pokemon whose evolved version is you w- l- more likable than their non-evolved version now that's rough yeah but what i'm gonna say and i'm and, not counting that I'm, i will not honor like peach you see here's the thing i've recently really come around on peach you i love peach you love peach i saw an image of peach you and my something flickered in my brain i went love i love this <laughs> i love this little creature i do like peach but i think pikachu is better I well, Pichu. I mean, let me let me rank them. It goes: yeah. Detective Pikachu is better than Pikachu. Here's how it but goes: Detect you can't compare Detective Pikachu to Pichu. Here's how it goes: Yeah, here's where I'm starting. This yeah. is the, the highest position. Mm-hmm. Fat Pikachu. Oh, Detective Pikachu. Yeah, Pichu. Uh-huh. Current day regular Pikachu. Yeah, you're. Yeah, 
That's accurate. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that is. De- and way, And if you could make your hand go lower than the floor, that's where Raichu is. I don't hate Raichu. Mm. But he's no Pikachu, I, and he's no Pichu. I really dislike Raichu. I could see. I, you know what I would love to see? Uh-huh. I would love to see a Detective Pikachu too. Yeah, Detective Pikachu. Yeah. Um, the two of Pikachu I, that features a Raichu as a supporting character. Oh, that's interesting. And I want him to be like uh, a gamer. <laughs> <laughs> I want to see a gamer Raichu. Like a mean one? No. Like a bad one? No. Okay. Like one who, like a lovable gamer. A mythical lovable gamer. Yeah, that's mythical. <laughs> that's for damn sure. Uh, all right, I co-sign. Yeah. <laughs> do, do you believe that they should do, well, of course you I'm not even going to ask you this fucking question because you're gonna say yes do you believe that they should do more spinoffs featuring other pokemon as the obviously yes. yeah there should be like a jigglypuff trying to sing movie yes yeah 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 okay. of course yeah, yeah, yeah. well well here's the thing huh then we get into the question i think i would like for those movies to exist mm-hmm. i don't th- i don't think that those movies would be made in a set sa- in a way that is satisfying to me under our current professional framework what, now what do you mean by that? What If they were done in the same style as Detective Pikachu, that's not enough for you? No. What I mean by that is, who made Detective Pikachu? Nintendo. No. <laughs> what movie studio? Nintendo doesn't have a movie arm. <laughs> what they movie studio? They made one just for this. What movie studio they made? made one just oh for I thought Game Freak like, made their own studio just because they no. knew that this was going to happen. <laughs> no. They were like, we were ready. There's no way well, that happened. It's like Universal or some shit. Here's what I'm saying. Yeah. If they did this, uh-huh. if they gave us the Jigglypuff Sings movie. Mm. Oh, no, it was if, legendary. If they, it was, yeah, it was legendary. Yeah. Thank you. Mm. If they did this, yeah. it would be like Marvel movies. And you would have these movies and you'd have dumbass, you'd have assholes on the internet talking about like oh you know what i love about these marvel movies is that every single one is like a it's like a different genre like you can have a buddy no it's not every Uh person who's ever said that about marvel movies is the wrongest person that's ever lived yeah all the they're all the fucking same they're all Mm -hmm. the same movie even the good ones are basically the same like don't get me wrong i like thor ragnarok because it's got enough fun stuff in it Mm -hmm. i've long been an advocate for don't talk about structure (laughs) don't talk about composition talk about what cool shit is in a movie yeah uh and thor ragnarok succeeds on that level but let's face it all these movies are the same and i don't want to see that happen to pokemon as an extended universe okay but what hmm because i think the I think Detective Pikachu is so much like a mystery noir type film. Yeah. Oh, if they made a Jigglypuff movie, it wouldn't be like that. What would, there wouldn't be a mystery. No, but it would, it, would, it would follow the same beats as Detective Pikachu. But that's like the mystery beats. Um, I don't think a Jigglypuff movie would follow the mystery beats. I think, it, I think it would be as similar as, say, Ant-Man is to Guardians of the Galaxy, which I, is to say still an unacceptable <laughs> level of similar. Well, because I, I... What we need... Yeah. What we need is to seize the means of production and turn the rights to Pokemon over to the people yeah. so that we can make our own Pokemon movies. Yeah. I, I do... I, in the years that we've known each other, uh-huh. I, I, every, every year, every uh-huh. month, every week... Uh-huh. I get closer to being one to one with your idea that copyright should just be out yeah. the window. Like anyone should be able to make a James Bond movie. Yes, and that's as long with my stance. And it shouldn't. They can't. They can't be sued by Eon Production because yeah. it's just James Bond. Like yeah. it's just out there. Well, I mean, and that, if, if, that was the if original. People like it, then yeah. they like it. Yeah, yeah. That I mean, that's. I mean, if it wasn't, we know who's to blame for this. Uh, Disney. Yeah, 
Because because if Disney hadn't been a di- hadn't fought to protect Mickey Mouse so hard, I, th- I mean, James Bond probably still would be copyrighted because it's seventy five years, right? Seventy five years after the death of the author, and Ian Fleming died in like the sixties, so we just still have a while for James Bond. But James Bond is public domain in other countries. Yeah, there is a weird thing where there's something to do because the um, you can make there's a weird thing where it's like you can make Peter Pan movies now, mm-hmm. but there's something about like the rights still belong to like a children's hospital somewhere huh. because he like willed them away. Interesting. And I don't know exactly what that means, but <laughs> I know that means that I can't like go out and print a copy of Peter Pan. Like they would get me, <laughs> but like I could make a movie that's called Peter Pan. Interesting. And they'd just be like, yeah, we can't stop you. Interesting. Yeah. There's some, there's some weird, so this is where rights gets too complicated and I just want, just make stuff. Yeah. I just want stuff out there. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. Uh, Osmosis Jones. Back to the minutes. Yeah, we got so far. <laughs> we went deep. I will say though, the where it gets complicated for me in terms of copyright issues is I I, I don't know that I can advocate for full copyright uh-huh. uh, anarchy because then at that point you could I could see a situation where like Disney and other big companies are using their power to basically steal uh steal ideas from uh lesser known artists and claim them as their own. I, I think I think I think copyright anarchy needs to come after the communist revolution, not before. Is the problem? Well, and I, I okay to, to get real deep back into it. Like you said, if Disney hadn't interfered, they they use their their money to make it so the lawmakers change the law, mm-hmm. so that copyright is extended. Yeah, and if copyright was as it originally was when it was created, or whatever second version. Where it was like twenty five years, like yeah, the yeah, early yeah. versions of copyright, where like it didn't even last your whole life. Yeah, yeah, for and sure. That I think is also fine. I, th- that, I, th- I think that's better too. But I think if, if let's say Disney had failed to to push the copyright extension laws mm-hmm. uh, into effect, then I think they would just use their abuse their power and money in other ways uh, to bury smaller workers and, and promote their own stuff. Yeah, that's possible. Which is why we the ultimate issue is that we need to uh, to quote uh, the great Cat Cool in a tweet: "Kill the mouse and I'll like him." Yeah, I do. You believe the um, at this point? I'm going to call it a conspiracy theory because uh-huh. I think people have discredited it enough. Sure, but I believe it. Okay, that um, James Cameron did steal the idea of Avatar. There's a man who like tried to sue him and got, as you say, buried under the money. I believe it. Yeah. <laughs> with no other details I believe it he had like, that's, all, that's all the proof I need is just that sentence he had like maps and shit and uh, he tried to sue him and it didn't didn't pan out for him maybe that's why uh, maybe that's why we're seeing a delay on Avatar 2 because that guy won't talk to James Cameron anymore can't get any more <laughs> ideas out of him he's like I saw another part of the map <laughs> yeah. but not enough <laughs> um, yeah I still don't think we're ever going to see an Avatar sequel while James Cameron is alive. I agree with that. Yeah. I, I think it it will go that long. Yeah, for sure. Uh, which, you know, uh, even with this Disney merger with uh, 20th Century Fox, mm-hmm. I think even they can't force him to make it. No. As much, like, it was over a year ago. They, they Remember that cast picture? Oh, yeah. It was like Zoe Saldana and um, Blanky McBlakerson was back sure, with their yeah. children. Sam Worthington. They were like, we cast all the kids. Here's yeah. a picture. And it's like, over a year didn't they say at one point like 2022 it's coming they keep moving they keep moving that back they keep pushing it back every year it gets pushed back again i expect in about a month we're gonna hear it again oh push back again yeah maybe it won't be a year this time maybe it'll just be six months maybe they'll start it'll get shorter yeah (laughs) and then at some point it'll just be like next week avatar's coming and then halfway through the week next week avatar's coming (laughs) uh 
He sang happy birthday. Uh-huh. Uh, good, good for you, like broccoli. So then Kyle does something here uh-huh. in the minute that I find a little creepy. And it's the way that he says to Dunstan, look at me. <laughs> look at me. <laughs> See, it has a weird sinisterness to it. Like, uh, like the Joker in that one part of the Dark Knight? Yeah, kind of. <laughs> or just where he's just like, look at me. And it's, it's very... I feel like he's about to kill Dunstan. Like it really has a bad energy to it. I mean, he's a kid. He doesn't know how to, you know, regulate his voice all the time. Maybe. <laughs> he doesn't know how to regulate his evil. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he hasn't learned to keep it. He hasn't learned to hide it yet. Mm-hmm. Um. So Dunstan does look at Kyle, and that allows Brian to remove the glass finally, because mm-hmm. Dunstan is the distracted. Place. Yeah. That is the purpose of the singing and all this. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, he mm-hmm. says, "We got it." Mm-hmm. They say, "We got mm-hmm. it." They're all saying, "We got mm-hmm. it." Dunstan mm-hmm. says, "We got it." You know. Mm-hmm. Uh, Dunstan says we got it. Yeah. <laughs> so then Kyle says to Brian, isn't he cool? Yeah. Uh, Brian says, sure, he's cool. And then we get a little shot of him spraying yeah. Dunstan's hand with some uh, antibacterials. Dunstan, no reaction, which no is surprising because that stuff, especially in movies, hurts. And especially on like an open wound, that yeah. stings. Yeah. Uh, but I, I like, <laughs> there's a certain cadence to this where he says, sure, he's cool. Psh, psh. But what do we do? Yeah. <laughs> like, something about that. That's, yeah, it's very precise. Yeah. Uh, That's why I say Brian shines in this minute. Brian, Brian's really shining yeah. at this point in the film. Uh, Kyle says, you can stay in my room. Mm-hmm. And Brian says, oh, come on, Kyle. And that's the end of the minute. Yeah. Uh, what have you chosen for next time? Minute 59 will be paired with a little movie. The way you're sitting makes it scares me. No, we're, we're, I don't know why you would veto it because we like we're recording it today. That would be a Buck Wild move to veto it, but I, I I got scared of a revenge veto for a second. No, I can't burn my veto like that. Uh, minute fifty nine. We'll be reviewing. Uh, we'll be talking. We'll be talking about the Little Rascals. Okay. <laughs> Good um, joke. You can find me on other podcasts like Nothing New, a remake podcast. Where myself and Justin Kizan talk about remakes. Uh, you can hear us talking about Lady and the Tramp. Just talking about Disney. Meatballs. Talking about meatballs. <laughs> Lady and the Tramp. Disney Plus did their own live action version. Uh, so we we compared the, the animated live action versions. It's it's really an interesting journey. So go listen to that. BenVNetwork.com slash nothing new. Uh, and then you can also listen to It's On My List. Because uh, It's On My List pod.com. I will myself list. and five others get together and talk about movies that people say you should see. Our most recent episode has JPG, our uh, past, oh, past guest JPG. JPG. Uh, and he joins us to talk about Network. Oh, that's why you brought it up in the Dunst Court. Yeah, that's usually what happens when I bring <laughs> something up in the Dunst Court. I'm talking about it on some yeah. other podcast. Yeah. Um, it's on my list pod.com. Because your kiss, your kiss is on you my list. You can find me on Twitter and Instagram at Podcaster Andrew. You can find me on Twitter and Instagram and Twitch at Very Cool Emily. Um, I also do another podcast. It's called Go Go Godzilla. We've hit a few bumps trying to schedule our, our most recent episodes, so thank you for bearing with us if you're a listener to that show. But expect uh, expect that feed to be popping off once again soon. Soonly. Um, soonly is a word. Yeah. Hey. <laughs> I like to talk to you about something really important right now. What? I like to talk to you about something really important right now. What? what? I like to talk to you about something really important right now. Are you okay? I'm not okay. What's so important? Uh, you could go to patreon.com slash... 
<laughs> slash uh, Dunsto or whatever the hell it is. What is it? It's slash Dunstan Jack's men. <laughs> okay, that you, must be it. You said that like you were chastising me for not knowing, and then you said it so unsuredly. You know, when you don't record a podcast for a while, it's been forget, a minute. You forget what it's the been things a couple are. minutes even. Yeah. Um, you can you can support us on Patreon. You get access to some free extra shit, and also yeah. a portion of the proceeds will go to R A I C E S. Yeah. Um, you can also check out YouTube. Yeah. YouTube even go to YouTube.com and search for Dunstan Checks Men, and you'll find a YouTube channel that you should subscribe to. Where every week that we do the show, I take. The minute that we're talking about, I mash it up with the trailer for the movie that we're talking about. Shop it, uh, and it's pretty great. I think yeah. it's. I think I'll it's, endorse that YouTube page. It's a good. <laughs> it's a good page. Look, I'm like I, I said at some point. I got into my weird phase. Sure, I, I kind of came out of the weird phase. But you know what? You're dipping back in. Still a little weird. It's <laughs> yeah. still a little weird. <laughs> yeah. Hey, you kids out there, pause your Chris Morocco and watch some Andrew. Lindy. <laughs> I thought you were going to try and call me Andrew Morocco. <laughs> That's a good last name. Morocco? Yeah. yeah. Um, and you should also find us on Instagram. Yeah. Did you already say that one? Nope. Dunstan Checks Men on Instagram. I certainly didn't. Uh, and on Twitter at Majestic Hotel NY. Uh, and rate and review us on Papple Pie Pap. On Papple Pie Pap. Yeah. Um, here's what I want you to do. Okay. No. What? <laughs> I thought you were contemplating something. <laughs> what did you think I was contemplating? Um, I thought you were going to say, for rate us five stars. Of course. And then in the review, just say which character of Osmosis Jones that you would like to date. No! That's what I thought you were going to do to us. Give us five stars. Uh-huh. And then in the text of your review. Yeah. Tell us which Osmosis Jones character you'd like to fuck. No, don't do that. Don't do that. <laughs> no. Um, no, here's what it is. Okay. Five stars. You give us five stars. And then in the text of your review, I want you to create an Osmosis Jones OC. <laughs> there it is. That's a little. <laughs> Describe right. who you would be in the world of Osmosis. If you were a cell, who would you be in well, the world of Osmosis Jones? It's not Jones? just all cells. It's true. You could be a pill. Yeah. You could be uh, a virus. You could, you could be, be a, a vaccine. Oh, you could be any any yeah. little bits, bit or piece, bits or bobs. You could be a bug that crawled inside the body. <laughs> <laughs> now, would that that would be bigger than the cell? Probably. They would be scared. some of the scaling issues, though. When they're on the eyelashes at the end, are they bring up some questions? <laughs> they really do. Uh, I I think that does it. Yeah, I, I think that does it for me. Does that do it for you? That does it for me. And hey, remember, Dunstan is spelled with a U. Fuck. And we're checking out. To all who come to this happy podcast, welcome. And amusings are your musings. Here age relives fond memories of the past. And here youth may savor the challenge and promise of the future. Hi, I'm David. And I'm Kayla. And if it wasn't readily apparent from that, we're huge nerds about Disney. That's why we're doing the Animusings Podcast. Once a month, we'll sit down and talk about a film in detail from the Walt Disney Animation Studios filmography, covering them in chronological order, from Snow White to Moana and beyond. To Moana and beyond! Sweetie, we're not doing Pixar yet. We'll do that after. And that's going to be a long time coming. Anyway, if that sounds up your alley, come join Kayla and I, and maybe a guest or two, as we explore the Disney animated canon, film by film. With the hope that it'll be a source of joy and inspiration to all the world. Ooh, nicely said. Don't thank me. Thank Walt. 
This podcast is a part of the Benview Network. You can find this and other podcasts like it at BenviewNetwork.com.